This is your Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes jam-packed with up-to-the-minute news from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice every weekday. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Today's top story, the Congress has voted to send the articles of impeachment to the Senate. So that trial will likely start next week. Exciting. Isn't that exciting? Really exciting. I know. Nancy Pelosi has chosen the managers, the managers of the trial, of course, headed by Nadler and Schiff. Seven managers, right? That's a lot of managers. It's a lot of managers. I think it's uh, some of them are just face jobs, I imagine. Nadler and Schiff are going to be the stars. They're the main. They're the headliners. Yeah. Who are the others? And then. A bunch of people I, I almost heard of none of. Hakeem Jeffries, Jason Crow, uh, Val Demings, Sylvia Garcia, Zoe Lofgren. I heard of her, but I thought she was an actress. Is it a nice mix of race and gender? <laughs> she oh, including? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I have to just skip the, to a like very minor issue real quick, a minor headline. Did you see this controversy about Stephen King? No. Stephen King tweeted. So I'm just going to read you someone's response to his tweet, and then I'll read you his tweet, okay? Okay. So Ava DuVernay, do you know who she is? I do not. I think she's the African-American female who directed A Wrinkle in Time. The uh, Oprah movie. Yes. She's also, which was the, I'm not trying to call names but it was the only loser money loser in that quarter for disney it was not it lost money yeah all right so she took money and she made something worth less than the money she got (laughs) however i think she probably was just in over her head that's what happens that's what thomas soul says like if you're over promoted for whatever reason it actually messes with you because you were doing really well you were having a reputation, you were progressing and all that kind of stuff. People respected you. And then you're put in a situation that's, that is uh, too soon in that league or whatever. And it ends up ruining your reputation or making you feel bad, whatever. So if she was chosen for that role because of her diversity status, it was probably bad for her career. Yeah. This is, this is what she tweeted. She said, when you wake up, meditate, stretch, reach for your phone to check on the world and see a tweet from someone you admire that is so backward and ignorant you want to go back to bed. And then she shows the Stephen King tweet, which says, I would never consider diversity in matters of art, only quality. It seems to me that to do otherwise would be wrong. Wow. And this was the second tweet of something. It was a two-part tweet. She only retweeted that one, but the first part of the tweet was, the most, uh, I think maybe he, he might vote on the Academy. Yeah, as a writer, he's allowed to nominate in three categories. Best picture, best screenplay, and best screenplay, whatever. For me, the diversity issue, as it applies to individual actors and directors anyway, did not come up. That said, I would never consider diversity in matters of art, only quality. It seems to me to do otherwise would be wrong. So he's saying that he only, so when he's nominating these things, he doesn't say your thing was less good, but you're a person of a certain identity. So I'm going to nominate you over something better because I mean, it's very reasonable. 
Yes, it is. And what what happens with the identity thing, what they do not realize, well, I I don't know if anybody realizes or not, but the original rallying cry is justice, right? It is unjust to be prejudiced. Now they're like, we have to correct, as Arthur Fonzarelli's grandmother said, two wrongs does not a right make. We have to correct the wrongs of the past by being wrong again. Yeah, now it's unjust to not be unjust. And I and I understand what they're like. Well, you're already in this privileged position. I am in no privileged position. I I don't believe I ever. You know, I just seems consequential. What I do seems to have the consequences of what I get. But anyway, I, I think that that I understand the idea. Like, oh, it's easy to say. Oh, even playing field now that you're up top and bar the door behind you. And who really is that in this melting pot society? Like, how many people are really Mayflower people? Yeah. Who who had that advantage. But anyway, so so he's getting n- nothing but grief for saying that he only considers the that that his artistic integrity in matters of judging is just unconscionable. So how backward dare and ignorant. Him. He's been in the industry for decades. How dare he evaluate things on quality? They need to cancel him right now. Exactly. Uh, backward and ignorant. I'm just, you know, I mean, her exact example is why what he's saying isn't actually good. Any, like, he's right. Yeah. And she's suffered from that uh, mixing up social justice, quote, with with quality. Right. That's anyway. why she wrote that article or made that tweet is because she has been – Led to believe that the thing oh, to focus on and, isn't quality; it's instead. And of course, like the, it's her only hope now. Yeah, you know, because she didn't make her name as a director, she failed as a director. So now she's got to say, "Well, you need to continue to give me this." I don't know. Am I, is what I'm saying like super controversial? No, what you're saying is dead on. I don't know what her work is. I don't know if it's good or bad, but I do know that everybody fails at stuff. The first few times. You have to fail at stuff before you can get good at it. And if you are led to believe that the reason you fail at stuff is because yes. others didn't choose you on the basis of race or gender. Totally. And you always fall back and say that's the excuse or that's the reason why, then you're never going to do a self-examination and empower yourself to improve the thing that you didn't do well the previous it's time. It's totally disempowering. And I had, I've had two experiences where I was really at a low point. Because I, I, my disadvantage was growing up poor. You know, my parents just had no clue. They didn't respect education. They figured that we were getting brainwashed, my father anyway. They're very religious, totally blue collar, had nine kids. I was the youngest. There were no resources. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that'll set you back. Nobody's teaching you how to get an investment banking interview or how to even dress. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know how to dress. They're probably like, to- teaching you that you can't do certain things. They're probably teaching you that you only have limited options. My parents? Not your parents. I'm just saying people in general that grow up in certain situations where they might be poor, they might be disempowered by identity or whatever. Maybe. Maybe. My advantage was I did so well on standardized tests that I could actually look at the numbers and be like, oh, I can achieve X or Y. So I had that kind of light at the end of the tunnel. However, there were times when my circumstances or my ignorance or lack of experience was was a deal breaker for things I wanted to a couple of times. And at these two junctures or two of these junctures, 
a, a friends of mine, different friends, super, super, super liberal friends. I don't agree with most of the time, but they're good people, whatever. Made me feel better by externalizing the cause of my failure. And yeah. that will really keep you from thinking that. And then I like had to snap out of it, yeah. you know, snap out of it and just be like, wait, wait, wait. No, I just have to learn how to dress. <laughs> yeah. Like I just have to figure this out. That's crazy. But I can see that if you didn't, you know, I did have advantages in that, like the testing stuff, but I could see how if you really don't know what you're doing and really have no ability to focus on like a point of light in the future, yeah. that that kind of thinking can get inside your head. And boy, is that a self-fulfilling prophecy. Demoralizing. Kind of, say it again. Demoralizing. Yes, demoralizing. Right. But this reminds me. So last night I watched the debate and I was on Lions of Liberty's drunken debate recap which I took totally seriously and poured myself a double bourbon cocktail. <laughs> you had to to make that debate interesting. But I forgot to have dinner, so I don't know. <laughs> then I woke up and I was like, what the What did hell? I tweet? I know. And talked. I had this podcast with these guys. So, guys, I hope that there's – if I said anything crazy, edit it out. The patron, the patron, patrons will have heard it. But anyway, so that'll come – I think they'll put it out on the lines of liberty, which I – I'm a little cautious. I think I better listen to it before I. Tell I look forward how to, find to hearing it. what you might have said, dude. I worry about that. Anyway, in the future, if I'm ever drunk on your podcast, please stop me from <laughs> saying anything really stupid. If I'm ever drunk on your podcast in the future, <laughs> <laughs> anyone who <laughs> invites me on a drunken podcast. <laughs> so the debate was just uh, just about unwatchable. Oh, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was like watching. An elderly care home with a couple of people that shouldn't quite be in there yet. <laughs> all debating oh over. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It was like them arguing over whether to switch from, like, Wheel of Fortune to Jeopardy. Yeah. You what know, like midday all, game show are we going to watch? The home, right? They're like. $5,000 like, pyramid. Right. Joe. Joe, I hate it when you don't take your meds. You can't remember anything. <laughs> you always give me my pills during Matlock. Right. You nod off and then you wake up and you ask what just happened. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> Take control, Joe. Yeah. It's like Aunt Liz, Uncle Bernie, Uncle Joe. It was. <laughs> Don't make me kiss you, Uncle Joe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, you have to kiss Uncle Joe. That's how it works. <laughs> but his teeth are going to fall out. <laughs> Boy, those people must have really gotten the Botox on, though, because I was watching it in like a giant 4K TV. And, uh, Liz, Auntie Liz looked okay. She did. Joe, Joe looked a little facelifted. She looked, and Bernie's hopeless. Yeah, well, Bernie, he had energy. He looked, he had energy, and but Liz did. Liz Warren, she looked I, vibrant. She had energy. And Joe Biden, to me, I, you know, people think Joe Biden's faking. I know you think he's faking. I There's think he's times faking. that I've thought I he's faking. Else. I, I genuinely, I think last night. He looked to me like he had genuinely had cognitive processing issues with yep. some of those questions. Maybe he's a great actor, but it seemed genuine to me. Now, I don't I don't think it takes great acting. I think you can habituate yourself to certain kinds of tics. Yeah. I that's think true. you can do that. That's true. So that's that's why what I think he's doing. But I could be wrong. He yeah. What there was, was that? definitely something wrong with that. I'm wondering though with Bernie, I did notice that. And I wondered oh like, gosh. did somebody slip him a bang? 
you know, like just like six times his normal caffeine intake and just yeah, a lot of like, energy. <laughs> my favorite. And then he'll just like crumble into pieces after the show. Yeah. My favorite, least favorite. I hate and love it at the same time. Right. Because of how stupid it is. And this goes back to the controversy that was put into the news yesterday around Bernie Sanders telling Elizabeth Warren that a woman <laughs> that couldn't win so the presidency. Stupid. Yesterday, my thinking was it's not de facto sexism for someone to have the position that they don't think a woman could win, depending on the, the circumstances. Right, right. But, it's just his assessment of this Philistine-American yes, public, right? Today, I agree with you after seeing his response that he never said that, and – did you see this part? Here's what happened. They were asking – the moderator was asking Bernie Sanders about you know, his comments, his alleged comments to Liz Warren that he doesn't think a woman can win the presidency, to which he unequivocally said he never said that. Right. Standing right next to Liz right. Warren, he said right. he never said that. So what you have is a situation where mm-hmm. one person is lying because mm-hmm. Liz Warren backed up saying that it happened. So right. naturally, you because say – Because the commentator – Said to her, well... This is what I'm... Yeah. Yeah, Naturally, you're supposed to say, okay, what do you have to say to that? He says that he never said it. But instead, the moderator goes immediately to Liz Warren after Bernie Sanders denied it. And she asked the question, how did you feel or what did you think when Bernie Sanders told you that you could not win the presidency? I mean, give me a break. So she's covering up. It's unbelievable. This is what the the Lions Liberty guys said, said last night. They said the same thing. And... I don't remember if I <laughs> connected the dots at the time, but I get it now. Always believe the woman. Right. And you know why this happened oh, you, this week. So that's what you were leading me yes. down that Yes. You know path. why this happened yeah. this week? The women's march is on Saturday. They're putting on that Ro- issue. Versus Wade Dead. Yes. This is an example of how they put issues. They time it out. And when people aren't thinking about or aren't passionate about certain issues, right. they, they need a, a false flag, so to speak, to make people care about it. So they just throw out a, a fake news story that they know, a fake news story about a social issue that's divisive and controversial. And it doesn't matter that the origin wasn't real. It puts that issue as a subject of debate. Or maybe – It'll go all Iranian, and they'll have a video of it, and he'll have to admit it. You have a deep fake of him saying that. Oh, my gosh. A whole nother – good, the quadrilectic. <laughs> there would be, like, four layers to that onion. What's crazy is that there is video of him, like, in the 80s, and I think, like, 10 years ago, saying that he does think a woman could be president. So despite the fact that there's right. that, and despite the fact that he denied – that he said it didn't happen, nobody challenges Elizabeth Warren. Nobody, yeah, so you're nobody a says lying. you're lying. Yeah. They say, yeah, how did you, you feel? Right. Yes, because the important thing is to make that issue hot again as we are approaching the Women's well, March. by not doing it that way – you're emphasizing that subjectivity of it all. Yep. Yes. Facts are facts, but truth are truth. Like, we don't need to focus on the facts. Whether he said it or not doesn't mean he didn't say it. How did you feel when he said it? Right. (laughs) But he said he didn't say it, but that's not important. Some man said it to some woman somewhere. Yes, exactly, exactly. And that, that is probably the most likely, if it were ever to actually come up in there, what they had to actually say about it. One more thing Hmm. about the debate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw it. You said you saw that screen, but uh, you also said you were te- you're, uh, tweeting a lot. Yes. It looked to me like Pete Buttigieg had his makeup done by a circus clown. And almost to the yes. point of where they were baiting people to make comments. To It looked like he was borderline drag makeup to me. Where he had to like, like those round circles. It was of just, brush. yes, it was way too much. <laughs> 
his he looked weird. I, it, like I, you could see the tape for where his wig came up went off. I was watching it going, is he, is this a robot or a real person? Yeah. It just uh, it looks bizarre. He was the only person who seemed to be going on his own motive power. Like everybody else seemed to have a just be wound up, wind up. You know what I mean? Like he was the only one young enough to actually be standing there having this normal conversation <laughs> yeah. and not like taking it all out of him. Three people holding his legs, make sure he's yeah, standing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that was the debate. Now there's actual, see all the, that's the, that's it for the fun and games. Something of international proportions of major international significance happened. I'd be surprised. I was, could not believe that this wasn't the absolute headline on foxnews.com, cnn.com. It wasn't on the homepage of Fox News at all when I looked for it. And uh, a friend of the show tweeted to me a screenshot from WSB, so congrats to them for just having the headline. And CNN had a small article about it. The entire Russian government resigned. I saw that. How could that not be news? Well, because it was not in protest to Putin. Interesting. Right. So they they just didn't know how to spin it or they didn't want to call attention to it. It's it's kind of a mixed bag. I mean, I don't think they would be able to really mischaracterize it too much because it is a mixed bag. And I mean, it'll get enough press. So should I just tell you what's going on with that? Yeah. All right. So Putin had a State of the Union address. And he proposed sweeping changes to the Constitution. And the changes that he proposed, in part, I'll rattle them all off. It's not a long list. But in part, it strengthens the parliamentary institution and diminishes the power of the president, especially with respect to appointing members of the government. And that... He said that his whole job, his whole goal here is to kind of let the Russian government evolve to being less like about the president. I guess it's a very centrally controlled power structure there, and maybe he feels like it's mature enough to mellow out. Or the fact that there's a limit that he can only serve two consecutive terms. So he's he did that, and then he passed off his power to Med, Bed, 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 whatever. <laughs> whatever that guy's name is. He passed Prime off Minister. power? Putin was president for two terms. Oh, okay. You're talking about in the then past. Then he took a term off yeah. and gave it to med, 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 med. <laughs> <laughs> I really, there's just too many V's. There's like one extra V yeah, of that too, guy's one name. One too many V's. One too many V's. So then he was the president. That's when Obama said, hey, ask Vlad yeah. if we can hold off on missile discussions till after the last election <laughs> I'll ever have. So anyway, uh, then... Putin came back and he can be president and it will be president until 2024. One of the things, and I cannot believe it did not get huge press. And he said it was not a deal breaker for him, but they might want to consider uh, eliminating that restriction, the two term restriction on the presidency. So he could continue to be president. He could also come back as a PM again, prime minister he could also come back as the head of a strengthened state council and med, 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 whatever is going to go run that right now or at least be the assistant to running that. I thought he was going to become America's president. I thought Trump was going to just give him power. Well, it might be. Yeah, right. Or or cede it to the world government, let yeah. him run that because that's where I think we're headed. 
they also he also made a point of saying that Russian law trumps international law if there is ever a dispute about that. No one can hold dual citizenship or foreign residency, and that's important. Ukraine has a problem with that. They say that you can't, and people do. And then you have people in government that aren't even Ukrainian. There's a Georgian guy, an American. It's messed up. Uh, and then, so what they did was, so CNN, the only thing I could find was CNN had a quote in there. He is taking steps to tighten his grip on power. But that the only way that could be true, it seems to me, is if uh, really his sole goal is to extend his own ability to serve another term as president. Yeah. But it's generally speaking, apparently, just to uh, reduce the balance, make the balance of power a little more balanced in Russia. Now, when they say that the entire government quit, it's not every it's, government employee. See, yeah, this is an expression that we don't have here. But they have it, like in Israel, I saw it in the UK, I saw it, they, they dissolve a government, they fail to form a government. It's the, it seems to me, every example I've investigated, it's the cabinet. So the prime minister or whatever, the cabinet, those heads of the ministries. So we have a cabinet, a, a secretary of the interior, secretary of state, secretary of the treasury, all those people who run all the administrations, which here we pretend like our government is not a giant bureaucracy because it's unconstitutional to run it that way, that all these administrative bureaus are unconstitutional because they're legislative bodies and that should come out of Congress. So we don't we don't act like those guys have the kind of power that other countries, I think, can acknowledge. Those are the guys who are running all the departments that make up the government. So it's nobody but the heads of the departments, it seems to me. I mean, that's what I'm gleaning yeah. from a sampling of mainstream media news. <laughs> so so that's like the real news. That's the most important news, in my opinion. I don't even count the impeachment or the debate as real news. Uh, yeah. I, I am interested in some of the more offbeat stories that I also consider to be real. This story is becoming got. more and more on beat and mainstream. That's the mass panic over the drones over Colorado and I believe Nebraska as well and oh, there's been it's spreading an update yeah <laughs> and the update is that there was a team put together there was a task force put the together the joint drone task force it consisted of like 15 to 25 agencies it said federal local in fact the way they described this task force and all of the organizations involved and this is what I think might be going on it sounded to me like a vigilant guard training exercise, and seeing as we just launched a strike on another country's one of their officials with a drone, it would seem that perhaps drones might one day come at us, so they would be doing training exercises. I looked it up. They do engage in a lot of drone training exercises every year. I haven't found anything specific to Colorado. I think that might be what's going on, but that's not the solution that they found. This task force, which... It wasn't crazy people. Like I said, this is federal agencies, local agencies, sheriffs who saw these drones or claimed to have seen the drones. They went out searching, and they could find no evidence that the drones that people have been describing exist. Are you kidding me? What they said they found instead of the 23 reports, they checked 23 reports that happened last week, and they said that 13 of the sightings were determined to be plants or small or small hobbyist drones. Six plants the, like trees, not plants like fake 
I think Dummies. It didn't elaborate. I assumed plants like trees. Yeah, but, but that's it a could good be question. A plant. Yeah. Six. So are they trying to trigger a dialectic with UFO watchers? I'll tell you in a second. Let me tell you what the rest of the okay. things. Sorry, am I scooping you? To, is my constant that? That's not where I was going with it. You'll see where I was going with it. They had, they had, but that is also there is that. There's a little bit with that also. They, they have the six of the sightings were determined to be due to atmospheric conditions or commercial aircraft, and four of them. They could not – they saw something, but they can't tell exactly what it is. So – but it's not what they say. They say it's not what they say everybody says it is. Yeah, Bigfoot in the sky. Then Exactly. That's where I'm going. (laughs) All of these people then came out later and started saying they saw more of them. People around Colorado, they saw more of the drones after they say they can't verify them. And one of the explanations they came to the conclusion of was that this is mass delusion – conspiratorial thinking fueled by silos fueled by social media fueled by people who have a distrust in government and who think that drones are going to be used to take away our liberties or that drones are going to be used for malicious purposes and that and then they even called drones the new ufo which is not really a good comparison because we just used a drone to kill someone right and there's not so it does exist that that happens i see drones in my neighborhood all the time yeah, they're trying to yeah, make it yeah. seem as though these yeah. people are crazy, and they're blaming conspiratorial thinking. They're blaming social media, and they're blaming people who question what the the government's use of these programs that they try and take away our rights with. Here's the thing. This is what it reminds me of. When they have to – it's like leveling up on psychology and sociology. They have to make it so that you are sure – You have to defer, subordinate your own judgment, the evidence of your own senses to the authorities' interpretation of it. And two great examples of that are the vaccine thing where people – if you've ever had a problem – like I developed this thing, I can't have gluten. Yeah. You think it's your imagination. Like it's crazy. But when it really happens to you, you really figure it out. You really see it. You see it. You're like that connection is so strong. There's no question about it. You know that – when millions upon millions upon millions of people are saying that this is what happened to their child or whatever as a result of a vaccine, that is not mass hysteria. I, I, I just don't think so because there's just something about people aren't just crazy for no reason. But the one that's even more obvious because the vaccine thing, if it doesn't happen to you, I mean, it's hard for me to say it. That's never happened to me. But – the chemtrail thing, we shouldn't even call it that. Solar radiation management, I mean, I want to deny it. I have tried. I've tried to put it in the back of my head. I have just looked up and just been like, no, I'm sure it's a flight path, whatever. And I'm like, why is that thing getting bigger? Why is it attracting water vapor yeah. to it? Why is it spreading across the sky? Why is every single thing in the sky a result of whatever stuff is coming out of the plane? And no one... Even the people who are saying it's contrails aren't saying we need to do something. This is affecting the weather. It actually changes the weather. You can't deny that. You look at it. You watch it happen. And people, like last night I tweeted that, and somebody tweeted at me, oh, next you're going to say the earth is flat. And I was like, the earth is not flat. Like, look up solar radiation management. But – I'm telling them to look, just look in the sky. Remember when you were a kid and it did not look like that. They are saying nothing has changed. Why would they say they should say something changed? Just make it more a plausible explanation. 
they're saying nothing changed. So, but my point is people, regular people are telling me to shut up because of something they could see themselves. Yes. Same thing with the drones. So if you see a drone, they're going to get this to where people say, shut up. There's nothing there. Right. That's what I Of course I do. But I know I'm delusional. I mean. Yeah. It has to be whatever. I remember that from when I was a kid. That's a, you know, a firebird, you know, birds that fly at night and light up like Oh, I remember that. It's yeah. like, you don't remember that. That's yeah. not a real thing. And now I just invented it. You're probably going to see it like the okay sign. I think I just accidentally invented Uh-oh, the cover. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but really, I mean, I don't mean to go off on the chemtrail thing. Like, I'm not an activist. I don't, I, I can't fall on my sword for it. I got too many other things to do. But I cannot, I'm, I'm just not a, uh, a denier. I can't deny the true cause of man made climate change yeah. over my house. <laughs> Let me but give you one more related story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the attacking conspiracy theorist and going towards only the trusted authorities. The Washington Post does this weekly blog where they do news literacy lessons. And in the news literacy lessons, it's called the News Literacy Project, funded by the Knight Foundation, among others. This week they posed the question in the, in the blog, could the critical thinking skills taught as part of media literacy – actually make some students more prone to conspiratorial thinking? To which they answered by citing a graduate research assistant in in the communications department at UNC, which is an odd person to cite. (laughs) This person argued (laughs) that the many ways that adherents of the QAnon conspiracy theory support their beliefs by, for example, doing their own research, reading critically, and questioning all sources of information are also the strategies that students often learn as part of, quote, media literacy. And then it says, in short, he contends that the problems, the beliefs and conspiracy theories can arise when skepticism runs amok and turns into a kind of cynicism that leads people not just to question, but to distrust all sources of information, including information coming from knowledge-making institutions like medical establishment and the mainstream news organizations. So do not question the mainstream news organizations. This is what's being taught in news literacy. My head is spinning. Isn't that maddening? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that just, it's, it's maddening. Because they're saying that the problem is sometimes people will do their own research. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> That's the problem. Stop doing your own research. We're going to spoon feed you. That's what I say to people like the Iran thing and even the solar radiation management. I'm like, just just do the research. And I'm telling you, they that's, won't. That's they illegal. Just, they keep yelling at me on Twitter. I'm like, I don't want to yell at you. I don't care what you believe. Prove me I'm wrong. Tell, you go do the research and tell me I'm wrong. You think I want to believe that? I'm not going to research. This... I have a family. I don't want to be killed. <laughs> right. But the, uh, the Iran thing and solar radiation management, like, please convince me I'm wrong. I want to believe whatever it is puts more, like, for me to worry less. Like, you convince me, and they will yell at me. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> whatever. Well, that's we have some really are. important stuff that I'm going to say for tomorrow about China and Iran. I can't wait and to hear Kentucky. it. Kentucky. Oh, wait. Kentucky. China, Iran, and Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> Interested to hear how those three play in together. 
You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at 4 p.m. on thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. We will talk to you tomorrow.